Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Cats News Radio WRVA. It is Tuesday. Oh, we have so much to do today. I hope everyone had a um, a meaningful President's Day. I don't know exactly what you were doing. Is there a way to celebrate? I don't know. Uh, I was working, but that's okay. I was happy to do it. Now, I have to tell you something. Today, on Tuesday, there, there are two big things, two big announcements that I have to share. Huge, gigantic things. Number one, I hope earlier today you were with me as I was out at uh, Journey's End Tattoo Studio in Powhatan, and I lived up to my promise. I said to Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard, if we could raise $15,000 for Special Olympics, then I was going to get the Special Olympics logo tattooed and do it live on Facebook. Well, I did both of those things. Now, you know, the other part of this, of course, is Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard, who also promised to get the Special Olympics logo tattooed and uh, do it live on Facebook. Now, here's the weird thing. I had to get mine done earlier. Well, I mean, just just right before Carl, simply because I had to get back here and do this here little radio program. And so he was getting started as I left, but I have not seen the final photo yet. So I am going to check out uh, Sheriff Leonard's Facebook page and uh, just just double check and compare some things. But uh, I certainly have it, and I don't know what we're going to do next year. I, I just have no idea. The sheriff did say that I could be part of the Super Sickles next year, which is the uh, fundraising team at the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office. And I said, okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise money next year as part of the Super Sickles, again, for Special Olympics. And we'll see wh- what crazy idea the sheriff comes up with. That is number one. That is Tattoos Day, which is today, Tattoos Day. The other thing, I don't know how to make this one sound any more interesting than this. I want you to come with me to Australia. Yes! Oh, my gosh! I have been bursting at the seams to share this announcement, the destination for the next Jeff Katz 
adventure, the next Jeff and Heidi adventure. And guess what? It is Australia, my friends. I've, I've never been to Australia. Uh, the the only time I've been anywhere near the South Pacific was uh, was in Tahiti, and that was uh, when we were expecting Harry. So that is a long time ago. I'm uh, I am stoked about this. This is going to be an absolute gangbuster trip of a lifetime. I don't want you to miss out on it. You can go right now, JeffCatsTrip.com. JeffCatsTrip. Dot com. Yes, it's going to be uh, coming up uh, in November. It will be after the election, so we can either uh, celebrate the re-election of President Donald Trump, or we can uh, maybe figure out how to escape to Australia if, in fact, uh, Slow Mo Joe somehow gets back in there. But uh, it is going to be in November. It is a, an unbelievable, I think it's 13 days, uh, adventure to Australia. We're going to see all the great places. We start out in Queensland, and uh, that's the beach. So as it's getting kind of chilly here in central Virginia, we'll be headed down other, under, and we will start at Bondi Beach in uh, Queensland, Australia. Then we're going to see Sydney. We're going to see Melbourne. we got a lot of stuff coming up. All right, so that's up there, jeffcatstrip.com, jeffcatstrip.com. If you missed the live Special Olympics logo tattoo adventure out at uh, Journey's End Tattoo Studio, Mike Ivey's place in Powhatan, that's also up on Facebook. Hey, we got a lot of stuff that is not in any way related to to me necessarily but i want to share some of this stuff with you uh there comes a point i think where you just have to call out the bsers right you deal with them i deal with them and and sometimes you think well what am i going to do you're you're a member of the family uh you you're a co-worker you're you're a neighbor you're you're right those are people you say all right well you know they're full of crap but mm, you 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 don't want to get into a fight at thanksgiving you you don't want to get into a fight at the uh, the community pool because it's one of your neighbors. You don't want to get into a fight uh, at your place of employment, right? So you just you sort of smile and say, eh, "Sure, sure, sure, absolutely." But then there gets to a point where you have to say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," but we got to call this crap out. And there's a huge amount of crap right now in the Lancet Medical Journal which used to be rather well-respected and now has become uh, nothing more than Mad Magazine without the nifty spy versus spy section. They are now warning, quote, that black women in the diaspora. Ooh, it's an interesting term. If you don't know diaspora, look it up and see where it really comes from and then try and figure out why it's being used in this particular article. But, quote, black women in the diaspora are at risk of experiencing obstetric racism. Wow. Wow. And uh, birthing experiences and perinatal care are generally worse for birthing persons who are black or mixed race. There are no birthing persons. There are no birthing people. There are women. 
And and I understand we are now living in a day and age where anybody and everybody can simply stand up and say, well, I identify as. And you can do that all day long. I don't really care. It does not actually make you a different gender. And you can you can yell about it, scream about it, sing about it, dance about it, jump about it, write about it. It doesn't make any difference. It will never change. XX does not equal XY. XY does not equal XX. And it never, ever will. What I do not understand for the life of me is how women are allowing themselves to be erased. This is the leftist woke folk collection which has declared war on women. You better focus on this. You want another example of this? This is outrageous. Over in the United Kingdom, the National Health Service has proclaimed that quote, pharmaceutically induced lactation in biological males is just fine. Uh, let, let, let's think about this for a second, shall we? Uh, we are different. Men are different from women, and women are different than men. Now, I personally am very grateful for that. I happen to believe that God said, uh, I'm going to make uh, making this guy over here. Yeah, I'm going to do this, going to do that. Oh, you know what? And then I'm, I'm, making her, I'm making her over there. And now they're not lonely. They can get together, hang out, do things, chat, go to the opposite sides of the garden. I don't know, whatever it is, but, but they're different. Women have breasts which are capable of, of lactation. Men do not have breasts which are capable of lactation. It's just the way it is. But because we have twisted ourselves into pretzels as a society to entertain every single person who has announced, well, I'm really such and such, the National Health Service in England is providing a cocktail of chemicals to guys who claim to be women so that they will produce something from their breasts. Let me be clear on you, it's not with you rather, it's not colostrum. It's not milk. It is a chemically induced and chemically created concoction you want to tell me that this is good for the babies because I'm gonna tell you it's not I'm gonna tell you that in 5 10 15 years if in fact science is conducted the way science is supposed to be conducted and these children are studied for the long term there will be detrimental impacts to those babies who are now 5 years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old. The National Health Service says, well, you know, we uh, we did a study uh, for five months. Oh, that's enough. You are out of your ever-loving mind. Out of your ever-loving mind. How dangerous is this nonsense? It's not going to get any better, I'll tell you that. All right. 
a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm going to double-check and see if we have any tickets left for Politics and Pints. My goodness, this is, I'm telling you, uh, if we've got them, please, you better snatch them up ASAP. And I I honestly don't know if we've got them. I'm going to double-check during our little uh, revenue enhancement break, as uh, Rush used to describe them. And uh, I will let you know if, in fact, we've got them. Now, I do know that I've got some tickets to give away today for the Richmond Home and Garden Show. That's pretty cool. Always love that. Uh, We've got some great people uh, joining us today. Uh, Cheryl Chumbley, who has uh, been with us many times. She's an editor with the Washington Times. Great, great lady. Just a brilliant woman. Uh, Craig Peterson, all about tech. And uh, my buddy Rob Chadwick, who is a retired uh, senior level official from the FBI, who is now helping private citizens be responsible, trained firearms owners. And, and that's all coming up straight ahead. Remember, you've always got a chance to text on the Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. That is the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line. You know, they are uh, presenting politics and pints. I love that. So I'll give you the details on that. In the meantime, head on over right now, Trip dot com get the details on the upcoming trip to australia oh my goodness you want to talk about an amazing trip of a lifetime i'll give you details in just a few moments it is 315 jeff katz news radio wrb i get no doubt that I get 322, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. By the way, in keeping with the nobody tells me anything vein of my life, uh, nobody did tell me anything about politics and pints tickets, but I just went online to WRBA.com. There are tickets available. So uh, get yourself over there, please. Seriously, like, I don't know, right now would be a good time. WRBA.com, WRBA.com. Do not be disappointed. If you wait, because that's what's going to happen. I, I, I'd like to tell you otherwise. I'd like to say, oh, my gosh, we got a secret stash of tickets. You know, uh, this this is not one of those uh, music stations where weird things happen. Nobody on this station is a is a disc jockey. We're, we're all far smarter than that. No offense, but, I mean, we are. So when I tell you that uh, the tickets are going and the tickets are selling out, you can trust me. Take my word. They're selling. They're going. But right now, there are tickets at WRBA.com. And no, there is no other way to get them. All right? There's no other way. We don't put them on uh, any, you know, StubHub or or Ticketmaster or anything like that. You can't buy them at the door. Boom. You got to get them there. Hey, did you skip lunch the other day? Because if you did, then you might be a social justice warrior. Congratulations. These nitwits at Harvard. I'm still just amazed. They they skipped eating, apparently, for, uh, for 12 straight hours. 12 hours! Wow. Uh, They were protesting. Ah, Who gives a crap what they were protesting? I mean, let's not kid ourselves. They're always protesting something. And it doesn't really matter what it is. It is about this whole self-serving nonsense. Yeah. That's it. So they skipped lunch. I mean, that's what it amounts to. Skipped lunch. Now, there were other colleges with other useful idiots where they actually skipped more than lunch. Some of these folks actually were uh, were in their hunger strike for, oh, uh, 32 hours. Wow, that's, that, that's a real hunger strike, isn't it? That's a real hunger strike. Oh, <laughs> I agree. 
12 hours, man. That means you ate dinner at 6 o'clock. Or, no, you ate dinner at 8 o'clock, went to bed, got up, 8 o'clock the next morning, had breakfast. Congratulations! Striking a blow for uh, all of the uh, social justice warrior crapola. Yeah. And uh, their, their parents, I'm sure, are very, very proud of them. Very proud of them. Do you think that the parents had to slice the crust off the sandwiches for the uh, social justice warriors? That's what I would like to know. It would be, uh, well, what can I tell you? What can I tell you? You know, I, I, I don't eat for 12 hours every single day. In fact, there's more. I, I do intermittent fasting. That's, that's what I've adopted as one of my things. So I, I fundamentally, and this is my own personal choice, by the way, I have one meal a day. I get off the air at uh, 6 o'clock, go inside. It's happy hour. Heidi and I are, you know, happy. And, and then we uh, perhaps uh, toast the day. I get dinner, and I'm good. And then the next day, right around the same time, we reconvene, and I eat again. I don't do that on the weekends. On the weekends, I uh, still uh, am enjoying a, a multitude of meals, which is probably why I'm maintaining my weight loss as opposed to increasing it. And I do think that if I, I, I want to, I don't know, for whatever reason, say, oh, I'd like to go and drop a little bit more, I'll chat with uh, Dr. Brian Snyder and the team over there at Weight Loss RVA, and uh, they may say, yeah, it's uh, it's a good thing to do. All right, we got Cheryl Chumley from the Washington Times coming up in just a moment. You got a chance to go get your tickets for Politics and Pints right now while we got the tickets. Don't you dare wait. WRVA.com. And if you want to know more, you want to learn more, you want to book right now the big Sea Australia with Jeff and Heidi adventure, right now go to JeffCatsTrip.com. JeffCatsTrip.com. 327, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Three thirty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Tuesday. Yes, it absolutely is. We've got a lot of stuff that uh, we are dealing with, and I'm just going to uh, remind you and remind you and remind you again of two things: politics and pints. The tickets. There's a, there's some tickets left. I know we're well over halfway uh, gone. So if you want to join us, and believe me, you do, March the 20th, the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. It's me, it's John Reed, it's Howard Gutman, it's my buddy uh, 
Brian Kilmeade coming in from Fox and Friends. So uh, go online right now, WRBA.com, WRBA.com. Get your tickets while we've got them. They are going to sell out. There's no doubt about it. Another thing that's going to sell out is the big trip that I am leading to Australia. I just announced the uh, destination uh, no more than a half an hour ago. People are already getting on board. You don't want to miss this as the weather's getting cooler here in central Virginia. We're going to head to Australia in November. It'll be after the election, and uh, we'll enjoy the beaches. We'll enjoy the weather, some great wine, uh, all that uh, Australia has to offer. You can get your details now, jeffcatstrip.com, jeffcatstrip.com. All right. Uh, you know, because I've told you this many times, and uh, Cheryl has uh, been with us a number of times, Cheryl Chumley is just uh, uh, one of those folks that uh, I enjoy reading on a regular basis. She she just does so much and covers so much. And um, I'm happy to say that uh, she's got some time for us today. Cheryl, thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank you. Of course I have time for you. It's great to be with you. Uh, it's it, it's been far too long, and I, I'm just wondering, where would you like to start? You want to start with the nitwits up in Connecticut and what they're trying to do? We can start wherever, right? And, and I assume yeah. you mean Democrats when you say nitwits. So. Well, I didn't want to repeat myself. I mean, we all know who we're talking about, right? Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, go, go ahead, I'll let, I'll let you run with it first. <laughs> uh, well, I, I was trying to figure out, up in Connecticut, they pass a law that says there's going to be one boy's bathroom that is dispensing tampons, and I thought, well, that's it, we've all lost our minds, and it, it turns out one of the boys actually, I mean, he misbehaving, but kind of addressed the issue, right? Yeah, they destroyed like 22 minutes, I think, was the actual time. 22 minutes after this school administrator um, put in a Tampax dispenser in the boys' bathroom in accordance with state law that was supposed to take effect in September. But this Connecticut uh, high school wanted to jump the gun and be the first in the state, I guess. 22 minutes after they installed it, somebody destroyed it and completely uh, tore it apart. And so then the school, of course, launched this big investigation and, and put a new Tampax dispenser in the boys' bathroom because that's what they do. The Democrats are loons. Wow. So, all right. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. I know, I know. You're going to have to help me with this. Uh, What was the thought process, if there was one, in that Connecticut, I guess it's the state legislature, they had members that thought this was a good idea. What were they thinking? Well, this is just the next step in the LGBTQ community crazy that we've seen blossom in this country in the last couple of years. The one that says boys can be girls and girls can be boys and, and men can menstruate and boys can too. And men can have babies and breastfeed and all this crazy stuff. So the school, because it's run by Democrats and the Democrat controlled legislature there decided it was a good idea to pass a law. So boys don't feel left out. Right. In, 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 in case they get their periods during the school day. And so they put these, they put these in the in the <laughs> in the boys' bathroom. Look, it, it starts at grade three, grade three through oh. grade twelve. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my so. gosh. Now, what what's the third grade? The third grade is going to go in there, grab a bunch of them, and use them to throw at each other. I mean, it's it's just so flippin' stupid. And is Tampax donating hundreds of thousands of dollars for every school in Connecticut, or are the taxpayers uh, getting stuck with that as well? 
oh, this is taxpayer funded, of right? Course. This is where your taxpayers go, tax dollars go under Democrat control. Wow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but keep that in Connecticut, right? The rest of the nation. <laughs> well, I don't know, Cheryl. I, you know, I was just sharing, I, I just uh, was sharing a story uh, out of the, uh, the United Kingdom. You know, and they're like uh, a couple of weeks ahead of us on the bat crap crazy train. Uh, they are filling men with all sorts of chemicals so that they can, quote, lactate, you know, mm. as a birthing person. And I thought, can, can we just not get back to there are men, there are women. I don't wish anybody ill harm. I don't think you do either, do you? I don't. And, you know, I, I hear something like that, and I wonder, who are these men, right? Like, what happened to men in the world? What happened to, like, men being raised as men and, and, and so forth? And now it just seems like there's so many men out there that just their their whole desire in life is to become a woman. And you see that in the story that you just relayed, but also, let's not forget here in America, the, the crazy we have going on in the sports world, where men are taking over women's sports. And where are the women's rights? groups on that i don't know why they're so silent but they are that's what i wanted to ask you cheryl because i am looking at this and i am i am seeing women being erased being removed from women's sports being removed in every sense of uh, from the the unique ability to have a child to give birth to to breastfeed that child taking all of that away and yet all of these good upstanding left-wing women they're silent yeah, it, it's baffling, right? Because I thought the reason for women's rights groups were to stand up for women's rights, right? I mean, that's just yeah. kind of in the name. You think exactly. that that's what they do. But it, it seems like we're moving more and more into this uh, world of men, which a lot of these women's rights groups were supposed to uh, protest against and demand equality. And here you have these, it, it's this odd thing going on in this nation right now where the women's rights groups are all in about boys taking over women's sports. And mm -hmm. you're right, women are being erased. Is it possible, I, I don't take this the wrong way, but is it possible that men are just better women than women are? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, ask Dylan Mulvaney, right? Because, <laughs> because he had a field day with pretending to be a woman. And while I found it comedic, at the same time as a woman, I found it a little bit offensive because it was just so stereotypical and even more so, right, on steroids. So, yes. yeah, I, I don't think it's that so much as it, it is about the teardown of the family unit, which is the Democrat Party's ultimate endgame here. They want to eradicate traditional family. I want to talk about uh, all that you are addressing in that. And I want to remind everybody, probably the best way to read your stuff is CherylChumley.com. CherylChumley.com. Such amazing insight. Um, let's talk about what seems to be a piece-by-piece -piece dismantling of the family. Am I, am I reading that wrong? No, no, that that's what the end game here is, right? This is like the the Marxist agenda being play, laid out, excuse me, in America where they divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it done by race and now we're seeing it done by the sexes and so forth. And they cannot stand a traditional family unit such as we used to have uh, as the norm in America where there was a male father and a female mother yep. and you had the traditional unit and you also had God at the head of that family, right? You had the, yes. the 
Judeo-Christian principles guiding that family. So the ultimate rebellion here is against the traditional family, but really deeper than that, against God, because the family is his creation and the building block of our society. They want to replace God with the government. Yes. That's it, in a nutshell, right? They, well, you know what they're doing, and I know you're... uh, you're, you're, you're a Virginia person as well, and I, I know you're following what uh, is happening with our General Assembly. You know, they just said, okay, we want to feed every child every meal at school. And that removes the responsibility from parents, but it, it makes those children, my children, uh, dependent on the government for something as simple as a sandwich. Yeah, and these things should be where charities step up, right? The, the yeah. role of churches and charities is to help out those who don't have the means to, to support their, their, their selves or their families. And we got, to, we got to this point in this country where we're turning to government, and, you know, we, we mock at the idea of God being able to provide food. What? That's mm-hmm. stupid. God's not going to grant us food. Well, that's what happens in a nation that turns away from God. We just naturally start looking to government for all the answers. And if you go back in time, you saw this under Hillary Clinton, right? It takes a village to raise a child. And that's kind of where that mentality seeped in. It's crazy. Uh, Cheryl Chumley is joining us. Uh, CherylChumley.com is a great source as far as uh, her writing, although you are all over the place. A lot of times I'm uh, clicking through, I'm watching Newsmax. There you are. It's always a very, very pleasant (laughs) surprise, my friends. I'm, I'm everywhere. You are everywhere. You are. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to talk about the book, the the book, which, and I don't know if this is your only book or not, but Lockdown, which uh, I am very proud. I, I'm looking at my copy. You were kind enough to sign a copy for Thank me. It's, it's in my yeah. uh, office bookcase right here. Uh, remind everybody about that, and, and and more importantly, I suppose I just want to make sure it's still available, right? Yes, that, that's my fourth book. Um, it came out um, during, during the coronavirus crazy lockdown, the socialist plan to take away your freedom. And the reason I wrote it was um, to remind people about how we got where we did in, during the lockdown, the seizure of individual God-given liberties and rights, but also looking ahead where the globalists with their partners in the Democrat Party and in the media mm-hmm. want to take us for the next seizure, which it is coming. Trust me on this. Do you think as we, well, silly question, but I'm going to ask, as we lead up to November, what what do you think we might see coming from these folks who are just, uh, it seems, hell-bent to, uh, to hold on to power? Right, because, of course, last time we had the stay-at-home voting, right, and all the, all the stuff that went along with that. So if you look at what's taking place on the global government uh, field, you see the World Health Organization with their pandemic treaty that they are busily trying to uh, put into print final version in May and then have all the partnering World Health Organization states uh, ratify it and sign on to it, which Joe Biden a year and a half ago has already announced support for it. So if that were to go into effect, then what happens is the one person at the World Health Organization gets to determine who, who, um, who is in charge of future pandemics and then how to mitigate the effects of future pandemics around the world. So you can see where that would lead to another lockdown very easily. Oh, my gosh. But we as Americans have already indicated we're not going along with that, haven't we? Yeah, see that, you know... 
I know that there's that line of thought that we've moved past the pandemic and we're back to pre-pandemic normalcies, but we're really not. You live in Virginia, right? And yes. you, you, you see people to this day walking down the streets by themselves or driving in cars by themselves wearing, wearing face masks, right? Yes, I do. Why? Yep, Why? And just about every day, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a symbol of ignorance, but it's also a symbol of compliance and obedience and fear. And that's the outward show of all the government needed to do in order to seize individual liberties. So until every face mask is thrown in the trash and nobody dares walk around in public because of shaming or mocking, then I don't think we've moved past the pandemic. This guy in the White House uh, is, I mean, he's a doofus, he's hes dirty as they get, but I also, Cheryl, I, I really believe to my core that he's not the one pulling the strings, making the real decisions. Do you think that he gets swapped out at some point along the way as they look at his poll numbers? Yeah, I, you know, that's the big question I always get asked. Do you think Joe Biden's going to, um, you know, bow out gracefully or, or not so gracefully and another candidate is going to come up and take his place? And at this point, I still don't. And I know okay. I'm in the minority there. I know most people think that he's going to drop out and there'll be another candidate. But I think he's perfect for the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party has no principles, right? So what mm-hmm. they need is somebody who can stand up and unabashedly, without shame, push this Marxist agenda. And that is definitely Joe Biden, right? He's got dementia, so there's no opposition with him. He just wind him up and watch him go. I'm so glad you said that because I I'm with you. I hear from a lot of people. Oh, listen, they're gonna they're gonna pull him out of this. They're gonna get somebody else. But but I I think he is our presidential meat puppet. Somebody else is pulling the strings. He doesn't you know he doesn't know whether he's saying yes, no, maybe. And, and so like you said, you wind him up and watch him go. Yeah, and you know you've heard the same thing I have. I'm sure about this is the third um, Barack Obama term, right? right? Right. And so it it works perfectly if. It, under the first two administrations of Barack Obama, the whole push was for globalism in America. And there was resistance. And, you know, he only had eight years. So now you have somebody who can carry forth that agenda, but really without accountability, because you can't blame Joe Biden because he's not there. He he just says what he's told to. He speaks the bullet points, and then the media carries water and covers for him. So it's the perfect situation. It really is. And, and and let's not kid ourselves. Half the time, you can't get the words out anyway. So, I mean, you, oh, you, yes. you're, you're, you know, you're waiting for the water carriers in the legacy newsrooms to tell you what he was supposed to say. And uh, you're right. They keep carrying the water. So here are a couple of things. Number one, I want people to get a copy of what you have told me now is your fourth book. And I, I man, I'd like mm-hmm. them to buy the other ones. What's the best way to get them? Um, on my website, I have all the links to my books, um, okay. com, <clears throat> or you can get books wherever um, wherever they're available. Okay. All right. So I want to get that up. If it's okay with you, I want to get my social media guy to put that. I want to make sure it's in our book club so it's on my social media platforms. And, Thank you. Uh, if if you're if you're open to it, I'd love to get you back, Cheryl. I I, I, I honest to goodness, I just love your work and have for a long time. I'd <laughs> love you. to get you back. I don't know every couple of weeks if you can fit us into the schedule. I'd love to anytime, please. That is fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you, Cheryl. That is Cheryl Chumley. I will get it all up on social media. Go over there, get a copy of Lockdown. She's got three other books. I'm trying to think if I've read them, and and if not, I'm going to get copies myself. Cheryl is brilliant, and her analysis is from the perspective of a brilliant conservative Christian woman.
and it is unique. It is insightful. And one of the things that I have found about Cheryl over the years, she is not afraid to call them as she sees them. So uh, make sure you get her stuff. And Germ, let's uh, let's get that locked in. I'd love to uh, to hear the uh, perspective from Cheryl every couple of weeks if she is open to that. Tomorrow morning, my friend John Reed is going to be here. You know, he crossed, what was it, uh, 114 countries? He just visited this 114th country. Like, you know, I go to the Wawa on Route 54 and think, oh, hey, I did good work. He's like, oh, uh, I'm going to El Salvador for the weekend. Why? It's country number 114. Uh, make sure you're tuned in tomorrow morning at 6 to hear more about John's latest adventures. And please make sure you get over to WRVA.com now. Uh, these politics and pints tickets with me, with John, with Brian Kilme, they're just flying out of here. I don't want you to miss out. WRVA.com. 350, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. I know, I know. I know. Hey, what, Jeff up and quit? No. I'm back. Rob is that. Here I am. All right. Ah, a couple of minutes delay. That's all. With the uh, with the uh, the Julia situation, but she's home. Everything is good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for asking. We got a lot we're dealing with this afternoon, and. I wish I had better news for everybody who's asking about the uh, the VIP tickets for politics and pints. Um, it's another one of those. I, I have no answers. So what I am going to say to you: Please buy your tickets now. I um I'm not begging you, but I am beseeching you: buy your tickets for politics and pints now. WRVA.com. The only way to get your tickets. WRVA.com. Sponsored by uh, Chronic Care of Richmond, Richmond Office Interiors, our red carpet sponsor, uh, Better Floors. All sorts of great people involved in bringing this to you. And, you know, uh, uh, Brian Kilmeade from uh, Fox and Friends is coming in for this. So that'll be good. That'll be good. What is it that we've got to talk about this afternoon? Well, uh, let me uh, let me share a couple of things with you. Uh, first of all, just a quick reminder about the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. There's uh, somebody texting there, and it's a very good comment. It says, Jeff, you know, they're trying to get rid of the term actress. Every time that I hear actor, I have to stop and think, are they talking about an actress or a male actor? That's Maggie on the Chronic Care of Richmond text line. I, I, I'm with you, Maggie. Uh, this has gotten to the point of silliness, and I I don't know how it ends. I don't know how it ends. Do we allow leftists to continually obliterate women? Because for Every single time one of these nitwits tells you, you know, there's a conservative vo- there's a conservative war on women. Really? I'm not the one referring to birthing people. I understand that only women can get pregnant. I understand that only women can give birth. I know and I tell you over and over again that women should be competing against women in athletic events. That girls should be competing against girls for for scholarships. It's not conservatives who are engaged in a war on women. It's the leftists. 
the leftists who have decided for whatever reason that apparently guys are better gals than gals are. Because that's what they're saying. Where are the concerned women? Why do we not hear from someone like Abigail Spamberger? Now, Abigail Spamberger should, if she had even a shred of integrity, and I know we could stop the uh, the conversation there because she doesn't, but if she had even a single shred of integrity, she would be the one standing up and saying this is wrong. But she's not. Abigail Spamberger, perfectly okay with your neighbor's son competing against your daughter for a girl's scholarship in an athletic endeavor. That's Abigail Spamberger. She's on board with that. She thinks it's totally okay. Now, you're going to go and and vote for her? Because that's what she's endorsing. This shouldn't even be a discussion. But remember what I've told you in the past. Control the narrative, control the story. Control the words, control the story. And and by the way, I'm not the one who made that observation. That is, in fact, Saul Alinsky in his Rules for Radicals and other teachings that said you've got to control the language. You've got to be the one who dictates the words. Because once you can control those words, boy, you can and will control the entire discussion, the whole narrative. It's yours. It should be... Very, very simple to say, here's a man, here's a woman, here's a boy, here's a girl. We have this Rachel Levine now, Deputy Undersecretary Health and Human Services or something. And and she gets these, see, I just said she, he gets these acknowledgments as the first female admiral in the public health service i thought but no if you want to tell me that he or she or admiral levine is in fact the first transgender person in that role absolutely congratulations muzzle tough but why would you take away from women the opportunity to to accomplish something as the first woman tell you something else that's going on right now as we we continue to deal with imagined offenses we continue to be forced into situations where we have to address imaginary offenses here's the latest one the university of new mexico now i like new mexico and i kind of like parts of arizona I really want to go to Sedona, by the way. I I just so want to go to Sedona. Uh, But I digress. Um, University of New Mexico has a brand new program out. It's called the Fat Studies Program. Yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. It, it, It is allegedly a brand new curriculum in their university to address the issue of anti-fatness. And, (laughs) yeah, Uh, we'll we'll dive into that. I will uh, have you, uh, yeah.
Yeah, we'll 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 deal with all of that in just a couple of moments. It is four fifty. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVN. Four twenty one. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm just a little. Uh, I'm a little confused. It's been one of those days, right? I mean, you know, doing stuff, going places, sort of, kind of. Uh, headed out to uh, Powhatan. Uh, yeah, Carl Leonard, the sheriff of Chesterfield County, I could have sworn he said that uh, tattoos uh, felt like uh, butterfly kisses. And uh, Mike Ivey, who's the uh, the man behind Journey's End Tattoo Studio out there in Powhatan, where I got the Special Olympics tattoo, uh, I told him that, and uh, I don't want to say he laughed at me, but he 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 did look at me a little strange. And, and then I got it, and it's a little bit more like uh, like if butterflies had teeth, you know. <laughs> but but I got it now. This this was the promise that I made, and uh, you can say a lot of things about me, and a lot of things have been said about me. But I will tell you this: I am a man of my word. And my pledge was that if we were able to raise $15,000 for Special Olympics of Virginia, then I would provide the canvas and I would get the Special Olympics logo uh, right there on, on, on my arm. And I did. And we put it on uh, Facebook Live. Now, I know mine, there were a couple of times where it cut out. So if you want to see the video... You can head on over to Facebook, and I'm I'm also asking Carl because he had uh, some of his great uh, AV guys there taking care of stuff for 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 the sheriff's office. Uh, I'm going to see if he's got a better quality video, and then if it's okay with him, I'll share it, and uh, everybody can can enjoy it. It's um, it, it was interesting, it really was, and I I was just so happy to realize that it was because of so many people who said, okay, yeah, we'll. We'll help. We'll absolutely help. $15,000 for Special Olympics of Virginia. Now I have to uh, refocus just a little bit. There's the uh, South Carolina primary is coming up, right? Is this Nikki Haley character going to stick around, do you think? Because she's, she's going to get her clock cleaned in, in her home state of South Carolina. And, and I would think that that would be... The, I don't know, the, the last humiliation that you would want to suffer, right? You were the governor. I think she was elected and reelected in South Carolina. That is her home base. It's where she lives. And I understand that you've got all of these corporate types who are supporting her campaign, not necessarily because they really believe in her, but because they have to have some sort of tangible proof that they said no to Trump. That, that's what's keeping her campaign alive. I can't imagine that there's anybody, anybody, who is supporting Nikki Haley, who's really supporting Nikki Haley. I can't imagine there's anybody with that kind of money who's looking at this and saying, oh yeah, she's got a chance, you know, she's going to turn it around any day now. No, I'm sorry. So you can you can gripe about Donald Trump if you want, or you can you can provide Barack Obama with his fourth term of office. How's that working for you, by the way? Anybody happy with what we've seen over the last four years or so? 
I have less money in my wallet. The money that I do have in my wallet is worth less than it was four years ago. Gasoline prices are up through the roof. Inflation is is just crazy. And uh, unless we turn our attention back to President Trump, I don't see how we fix it. 426, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 433, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Tuesday, and you know, on Tuesdays, uh, my friend Craig Peterson is with us. We talk a little bit about uh, technology and the interwebs and uh, how to uh, stay safe there. That's always one of the uh, the very, very big challenges. And uh, I am I'm just always, always, always thrilled to uh, to chat with Craig. Uh, Craig, good afternoon, sir. Hey, good afternoon. You know that new Samsung you bought. Um, Serious warnings out issued for Samsung Galaxy phones. Major hacks underway. You're just saying that because you knew I was drinking coffee, weren't you? Don't, uh, <laughs> don't say no, that. No, Forbes, Forbes magazine just this week talking about it. Google's trying to figure out exactly what to do. And oh. this is a serious warning for Android users out this week. Because, again, we've got these dangerous apps caught stealing private information, including your banking details. And this time, this nasty twist that they've got in place, these the hackers, the hosers, as I call them, it's a malicious campaign specifically designed to attack Samsung devices. Uh, all right. Well, uh, listen, if nothing else, Craig, the fact that Heidi has not actually opened the boxes and got our new phones in <laughs> in, into rotation yet maybe that's okay i don't know yeah yeah exactly no is it you know this is an ongoing battle doesn't matter what kind of phone you have frankly the the androids as we mentioned before are problematic but yeah. samsung says they're going to be right on top of this and i i bet you they will because that, that's their their head phone right that's out yeah. there and yeah. Now they've got that seven-year guarantee they've been talking about. So they're going to they're going to try and prove that they are right, and they're going to get it fixed. But where I, I get worried is some of the other owners of phones that just don't get that kind of support. But so, anyways, I I thought you know after taking the day off yesterday, mm-hmm. you know we might we might try and wake you up today. Well, yes, you have woken me up like nobody's business now. Um... <laughs> All right. Have aside from Jeff, I told you so by an apple. What else you got before for me, Mister Peterson? <laughs> well, I've got a really in-depth article this week in the newsletter that everybody needs to read. I put together. This is about a volunteer website uh, that I've mentioned before. We've talked a little bit about it, and it's run by a guy named Troy Hunt, mm-hmm. and it's designed to do one thing and do it well. Troy has been working with government agencies, with private businesses, and has been exploring the dark web himself. And what he's been looking for are these caches, these large files that have all of the information the bad guys have stolen and have been selling. So this includes things like your your name, your social security number, your address, just all kinds of stuff. You'd be amazed what's out there. So he pulls it all together. He's from Australia, so you have to bring the bits all the way up to the Northern Hemisphere, which takes about a half a second nowadays. But he 
he has this all available for you guys and for me and everybody else. So you can check to see if your information has been stolen due to no fault of your own. Because so many times these hacks are are literally government agencies, the credit bureaus, or the websites that you frequent out there. And the idea is, if you find your information in there, you know that you have to update your passwords, go to those websites, clean them up. And by the way, when you do, send the guys that lost your information, because Troy tells you who lost it, right, who it was stolen from. Send those guys a really nasty note. (laughs) Maybe next time they should uh, do something about cybersecurity because you're never going to get your money back, right? The the time that you spent, it's not going to happen. Here's a weird question for you, Craig. Uh, I I hear all about the dark web, and Mm -hmm. I, honest to goodness... I don't even know where it is. I don't. Does does it um, look just like? Is it like a Superman comic where it looks just like the web, but it's all evil? Like it's the Bizarro <laughs> world or something? I mean, I don't. I don't know. Well, you have to turn up the contrast on your computer screen to see the dark web. But uh, <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I'm a little dark web humor. It, it, it's low hanging um, fruit. You got to grab it while you're passing. I, I'm through, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so here's what it's all about. The the dark web, believe it or not, was not only invented by and put together by the United States federal government. It's still funded by the United States federal government. So you might ask yourself, why? What's going on here? Dark web, most people equate that to the bad guys, right? These hosers that are stealing stuff that Troy Hunt's looking for, right? Trying to keep our information safe. And what it really was set up for is a way for us, for the NSA, the CIA, the Department of Defense, to speak with dissidents in foreign countries, as well as to allow these dissidents to speak amongst themselves. So the idea is you've got somebody in Iran, right, that's feeding you information or back in the day, you know, Soviet Union type stuff. Uh, but it can be in China, it can be anywhere. So it was set up to allow this communication to happen between the government agencies and dissidents and dissidents and dissidents, et cetera, et cetera. And in order to do that and, and to protect the identities of these dissidents and others, mm-hmm. it had to be set up in such a way that it was almost impossible to track. So they built it on top of the Internet itself. So you've got the Internet with all the internet protocols, but the packets going around. And on top of that, kind of hidden in plain sight, is this encrypted network known generically as the dark web, or maybe you've heard it as Tor or the Onion Network. Um, And so because it is so secretive and, and hard to track people down and what they're doing on it, the bad guys use it a lot. Now, remember I say it's hard to. It's not impossible to. There's some people that have done some very bad things that have been caught on the dark web, even though they thought they'd be safe. So uh, road, same right? thing with Bitcoin. Yeah. So yes, road, yes, uh, exactly. Red pi- pirate uh, Roberts or whatever his uh, thing was. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So you you can be tracked down. But as far as dissidents go, it's a pretty good way to communicate. Journalists have used it over the years in order to get information to bypass government censors where they live out there. So there's there's good uses for it. You cannot get to the dark web using a regular browser. You you have to run some special software on your computer. It's it is more dangerous than the regular internet or the regular web in that it is used by hosers. Mm. But on the other side, it's it's kind of the same. It, it looks the same. It acts the same. But the URLs, the addresses are much much different. They're, they've got these universally unique IDs in them, you know, with numbers and letters and everything else. And and so if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to find it. <laughs> find it right. So you can't just go to Google and say, um, "Take me to the dark web," and okay. and you're there. Right, well, that's yeah. kind of what I thought, though. I'm thinking, oh, well, you just type in dark web, and and, and the next thing you know, your screen goes black, and, and you can, uh, I don't know, do, do nasty stuff over there. And I've always right. heard about Tor, quote, the onion router, but again, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I, do you just literally type in the onion router, and the next thing you know, you're there? You're, no, what you have to do is you download the software. It's free. It's open source. Last time I checked, the Navy was still paying $3 million a year to help maintain this network. Wow. But um, you can download the, uh, the the router. Think of it as a VPN. Okay. And so you can download the Onion router, uh, even on your phones, uh, and run it there. And then Tor is the, a browser, if you will, that ties into this network and sometimes it, it'll have this onion router VPN thing built into it. And now you've got a web browser that can go to the normal web and can also go to the dark web, if you will, the, the web that's, that you can't see unless you kind of know where you're going and what to do. And there's some Yahoo-like sites out there that, that list a, a lot of the sites that are on the dark web. Uh, the thing, Wikipedia is on the dark web. You know, come on. It's, it's not all evil, nasty hosers that are on there. Okay. But uh, it, it, it is something you might want to be a little careful with. But I, I should also point out that if you're trying to hide something, you're probably going to use something like the dark web. And maybe what you're hiding is legitimate. Yeah. But I can tell you that it you look suspicious if you're on the dark web, you're doing a lot of things, and you're under already a bit of a magnifying glass mm. from a, a law enforcement agency in your country, right? Yeah. So yeah. There, there's there, there's ways to kind of track it. It's not 100%, but that, anyways, that's what it is. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to take your word for it because I, I, I wouldn't even – again – you tell me, I'd, you're not telling me, but you say if you want to actually, you got to download this. Like, nah, forget. You, you know me. I got, I got an Android. Too much work. Not, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's way too much trouble. And uh, I, but man, it's just it, to me, it sounds so fascinating. I think part of it, Craig, is that I just listened to a uh, a podcast series about the Silk Road situation mm. and dread Pri- pirate roberts and, and i thought wow this is right. it's like this entire world i guess i'm happy i don't know about firsthand but it, it just it just made it sound like you know he's got his laptop and he's uh he's an organized crime poobah uh from, yeah. from his local starbucks it's like wow this is it, it to me it's just freaky and a little scary to tell you the truth 
Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's a general rule, kind of avoid it. But yeah. I, I've been on there before. I look on there for things for, for my clients to see if information's out there that maybe got leaked. Um, and, and, you know, the the hackers are always coming after us. And, and I've got another article this week that's along those same lines yeah. about how the FBI now is using hacker tools that were used by hackers <laughs> to hack our routers in our homes. So what they've been doing is the bad guys get up, find, they scan, they say, oh, okay, uh, Jeff has a, an uh, XYZ home router uh, mm-hmm. provided by maybe your cable company. Okay. And so they, they have code that can hack into it. And then what they do is a, a few things, but if they might go through that router now to get access to your computers, they might change the DNS settings, the domain name service, the part that turns the thing that when you type in bankofamerica.com turns that into a number, right? So that when you try and go to your bank, whatever it might be, you're really going to the hoser's website. You're not going to your bank. Okay. So the, the government, the FBI got a court order and the court order allowed them to hack into Americans routers in their homes and businesses and make changes to those routers oh, if you can believe this wow. now there, it's all good all about board right hands in the air don't don't look at me yeah uh, because they were trying to unhack if you will all of those hacked routers in people's homes Incredible. but it i think that's a line that we all might want to start paying some attention to you know at what point yeah. th- does the government get to tell us that uh, we need to update our software or maybe when should it be able to tell us that we have misinformation and Bill Gates is on that already along with Microsoft. They're using AI to make sure we don't get bad information about the election this fall. So <laughs> keep on your toes, people. Jeez. Yeah. Ay, yeah. Ay, 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 ay. All right. Well, uh, I, 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 I I don't even know where to go. I mean, honest to goodness, Greg. I, I, I seriously, it's like, oh, I I think maybe I was better off with a stack of three by five cards and a pencil, and mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. a phone that was wired into the wall. And I all I had to do was like the guy on WKRP, be afraid that the phone police were going to come someday. You know, because you damaged their phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Remind yeah, everybody, days, right? yeah, right. Yeah. Remind everybody though about your website, your newsletter, everything that uh, that you are offering that you have available, and, and and you know, you know, I'm a fan and I'm a reader and the rest of it. But but let everybody know why they ought to be part of this little crew. Yeah, hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, in fact, you know what, Jeff, our my visitors to my site are up five hundred percent over the last month because what I've been doing is in in this day and age, it's hard to know what truth is. It's hard to find answers to technical questions, which yeah. is where I kind of you know I, I write every week something new about what you can do to solve problems. And so that's what I do with my newsletter. That's what I do with the website. People are really liking it. So I made it easy as pie to sign up. You get this. This is my free newsletter. No obligation on your part. And you'll get it every week-ish. And you just go to craigpeterson.com, craigpeterson.com, name and email address. I'll send you this week's, which uh, Jeff and I were just talking about, as well as you'll get the future ones. I love it, man. And... I, it's 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 interesting, you know. Now maybe this is kind of silly, but have you thought for people like me who are just wondering and don't want to, 
do this. Can you take a screenshot of what the dark web looks like without because I I, I swear it's just like I have this vision of it's like yahoo.com but all the letters are dark or something. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? It does look like the old yahoo.com. Most of the sites are they're not graphical, they're not graphic heavy. They're oh. like the the old internet back in the late 90s is I what most you. of the sites look like. I yeah, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll grab a picture of like Wikipedia. You can put it up on your, your Facebook page. I'll try and maybe I'll put it up on X as well. Yeah, that would be really cool. And, and that, I promise you, will be the closest that I get because, again, I've got an Android, <laughs> so I can't even tell you what time it is apparently. It, will there be <laughs> quick... Do you think there will be a quick security update, though, for those of us who have got the Samsungs? I got to figure yeah. with Sam, Samsung raking in billions of dollars with the S24 in the last month or so, the last thing they want mm-hmm. something like this out there. Oh, this is really bad news for them and for Google. So, yeah, you know already they're saying that they're working on it. Some They've got some code in place already. But uh, get, when the update comes out, make sure you accept it, you apply it. Okay, fair enough. Craig, I appreciate you being here, my friend. A little bit over time, but that is Craig Peterson. Go to his website, craigpeterson.com, craigpeterson.com. Get signed up for his newsletter. It's just fascinating stuff. While you are online, wrva.com. I don't think we're on the dark web. I think we're just regular web, wrva.com. Would you please get yourself some tickets for Politics and Pines? These tickets are, are just flying out the door. Uh, we're, we're more than halfway sold out at Angie. You know, the Beacon Theater is a pretty impressive building. I don't know, 500, 600 people. So we're, we're more than halfway sold out. I don't want you to miss out. It's just that simple. I think it's probably going to be the best version of Politics and Pints we've ever done. Because we've got my buddy Brian Kilmeade coming in from Fox. You know it's going to be big. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interactive. Please, WRBA.com, get your tickets. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Five oh three, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Tuesday, and a lot of stuff happening today. It was Tat Tuesday. Earlier today, out at uh, Journey's End Tattoo Studio in Powhatan, uh, I, I told you that uh, if Sheriff Carl Leonard, Chesterfield County, was able to raise $15,000, I would join him and get the Special Olympics of Virginia tattoo, and, and I did. And Carl Leonard was supposed to get the tattoo on his calf. I got it on my arm. Uh, in all candor, it's where it's where my bicep would be if I still had biceps. God, do I have to get back to the gym somehow, some way. Uh, but anyway, so we did that. Uh, today, I also got to announce to you that the next adventure with me and with Heidi is to Australia in November. How cool is that? Go to jeffcatstrip.com, jeffcatstrip.com. Get the details there for the big Australia luxury vacation coming up in November. And we do have some tickets left for Politics and Pines. Please go to wrba.com right now to get your tickets before they're all gone. All right. Um, uh, Germ is telling me that he's got somebody uh, that I need to trust him on. I don't know, Germ. The last time we did this, I believe... But I was terribly disappointed, wasn't I? I don't know. All right. Uh, well, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Jeff, and I hope you're not too disappointed. But <laughs> I, no. I did want to get on the air. Uh, you are such a humble individual, uh, but such a big player in the community. And, uh, you know, you give me a lot of credit for raising this money for Special Olympics, but a lot of the credit goes to you. I know you wouldn't say it on your own, so I want to say it for you. On behalf of the Special Olympics and all their 22,000 athletes, really a big thank you to you, Jeff Katz, for all the work you did to help raise this money for Special Olympics. Well, uh, thank you. That's that. That is very, very kind. And uh, um, look, I, I was uh, I I was blown away just to be part of this. I really, I, I still am. Uh, like you, and I know this because because we've shared this. Uh, do we not both stand in awe of these Olympians? Oh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. uh, they're amazing uh, individuals. Uh, there's such a pleasure to be around. We can learn so much from their spirit, their willpower, their everything about them is just uh, overwhelming at times. And I'm so uh, amazed by them all the time. You, uh, I look, I love what you do. And I, I love the fact that you and the Super Sickles do this. And, and you. You don't have a, a child who is part of Special Olympics. So to me, honest to God, Carl, oh, I should remind everybody, it's Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard. I don't think I actually uh, <laughs> introduced you. I apologize. Uh, but, but, but Carl, th- this means so much to those of us who are family members of Special Olympians that, that, that somebody who just said, man, I want to do this because, because it's helping people is there. Uh, it, I don't know if you know how much it means to the rest of us. We, we would love, well, I, I just am appreciative for what you're doing. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, it is. Uh, it has been part of my DNA. As I mentioned today, when we were both there getting our tattoos, as promised, yep. uh, I started participating in the very first law enforcement torch run back in 1985, and I've not missed since then. Uh, it is. It's a big part of the law enforcement's DNA. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, very special part of of what we do across the nation quite frankly, and uh, it's given me the opportunity to meet so many of these wonderful athletes and their families, quite honestly. And, uh, you know, on your on your live stream today, you mentioned uh, a number of them, including Emily, who's a gold uh, medal winner, and uh, I spoke of David Witt. Uh, there's so many of these great athletes out there who are inspirational to all of us, and that's why we do it. We just love doing it and being part of this family. Yeah. Well, it was an amazing experience this year, and it, it, it's kind of interesting, Carl. I, we, we got this done. Now, I do have to point out that I left before a single drop of ink was visited upon your uh, your right calf. I want photo proof, my friend, that you you, you, you did what you said you would do, do, right? It is out there. It is out there in photos, and it's also the full video is posted on the Sheriff's Office Facebook page. Okay. It's a 43-minute video, so you can fast-forward through it, but I wouldn't because we had the pleasure today of being joined by Vice President of Virginia Special Olympics, Roy Zeidman, who actually offered a lot of information about the Virginia Special Olympics uh, during the time I was getting inked. So uh, it's worth watching the entire 43 minutes. Well, I am looking forward to it, and I, I, I know you'll join me in thanking Mike Ivey from uh, Journey's End Tattoo Studio. Boy, did he step up to the plate or what? Really did. A great guy, and I got to meet his son, who's an apprentice there. And, you know, he's been doing this for 33 years. He didn't have to do this today, but out of the goodness of his heart, and that's why I say if you're looking to get a tattoo, 
go see Mike Ivey down there at Journey's Inn and uh, for the consultation anyhow. Absolutely. But then look at his artwork. He is such a, a great artist and uh, did such a great job on both of us. And, yes, I did get it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we got to put together a couple of extra bucks so that the uh, the sheriff of Powhatan County can join the club. I, I think we should do that. This is in his backyard. I think we should yeah. get that's Brad Nunley, Sheriff yep. Brad Nunley. I think we should get him committed to doing something like this as well. Absolutely. So the question now becomes, sir, since last year you ate some sort of radioactive potato chip or something uh and and i i don't even want to ask what would i don't even remember what the year before was but you keep raising this bar what the heck are you going to do next year uh, i really don't know and uh, we have been soliciting suggestions uh, anybody who has an idea of what we should do for the challenge next year uh, i did have one offered up about skydiving uh, for oh, next year no no um, no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Carl, so what, what would it be worth you? $50,000? <laughs> no, no, man, I, listen, if I'm inside a plane and it's functioning properly, I don't see the need to jump out. <laughs> I hear you. You know? So, yeah, we're going to come up with some ideas. We'll figure it out. Uh, in the end, it's all for a good cause. As we yeah. have fun doing it. We love what we do. And uh, we're going to get you to actually take the plunge. Maybe that's the thing. We take money next year to get you wet going in the ocean. Okay. Well, okay, yes, let us let us uh, noodle that around, and uh, maybe, yeah, I, I think that's possible. But I, now, listen, if I'm going to do it, I want, uh, and I know it's a purely honorary status, I don't actually serve and protect anymore, but I, I, I want to be an honorary member of the, uh, the Super Sickles. I think we'd be more than happy to have you join the team. Like I said, you're a great uh, part of why we've been so successful. Uh, for years, not just this year. You've been supportive of our team for years, and I think it'd be our honor to have you as a member of Super Sickles for next year's Polar Plunge. All right. Well, I, we'll, we'll see how much money we can raise because, you know, I don't like the cold. Uh, but if, if if the dollar amount's right, man, I, will, uh, I, I think I would do that. You've got something coming up I think you can mention. I hope you can mention because if you can't, then I'm going to look like a nitwit here. But Saturday, there's, there's a big Special Olympics event, right? Right. Uh, the new sports complex in Henrico is hosting the Special Olympics State Basketball Championship this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the, and I, uh, even though it's Saturday, the opening ceremonies are Saturday night at 7 p.m. Right. I have the honor of actually lighting the torch, bringing the torch in with the athletes, and uh, you know, transferring that flame to the torch at the event. Uh, this weekend, the state championships for Special Olympics of Virginia. Wow, I love that. I'm uh, I'm trying to see if I can get permission from the home office to come over and join you. You were uh, uh, gracious enough to extend an invitation, and uh, if you know the uh, the CEO of Casa Cats gives the go ahead, I I want to come over. We'd love to have you, and uh, of course, we we know this is personal to you as well, and and I, I know you would really enjoy this and, and and get a lot out of it as we all do. Absolutely. Well, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for for what you've done for Special Olympics of Virginia. Thank you to every single member of the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office uh, who has supported you. The Super Sickles. It is. It, it, it just. It, it's a testament to you. Uh, you're 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 an honorable man. You're a man of your word, and um, we appreciate it. What can I tell you? You're. 
You're a good man, sir, and I, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I feel blessed to simply have you as a friend. I, I, I say that from the bottom of my heart in front of everybody. Well, I really appreciate that, but from all of us, thank you for your part in this, too. You're a big part, and we appreciate it, and the feeling is mutual, my friend. Thank you, sir. That is Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard. If you have not seen the video, if you have not seen the photos, you have got to go online to Facebook. I've got them up on the Radio Cats page, R-A-D-I-O-K-A-T-Z. I just realized I didn't check the box. <laughs> I did not check the box to put it up on the show page. I promise I will rectify that. Uh, and the videos that the sheriff's office have done, uh, the sheriff just told us everything is live on the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. So head on over there. And now we have to figure out uh, what we're going to do next year. <laughs> I, I just don't know. Uh, somebody, by the way, did offer, I think it was $10,000 to get tattoos on our face. And I thought, you know, I, I, I love my Special Olympians. And my face at this point, I'm not sure if there is a good side anymore, but I just I can't pull off the Mike Tyson look. There's just no way to do that. But I promise you, Sheriff Leonard is going to come up with a great plan for next year. Uh, we've got the law enforcement torch run coming up in uh, in a number of months. That's always an exciting thing. And uh, the sheriff didn't mention this, but he's the big chair of everything next year. So uh, we got to make a, a huge, huge effort to raise even more. And I know we can. I know we can. That's the beautiful thing about uh, Central Virginia that I have learned in 11 years here. Central Virginia cares. And I am I'm just happy, happy uh, to be part of it. It is 514 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Twenty-one, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is uh, Tuesday now. Tomorrow, let me tell you, you got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff coming up that uh, is just going to be great fun. Uh, you probably know. Uh, I uh, I spend a lot of time looking at other countries. Now there was a time that was very personal, right? Heidi and I just traveled all the time and we, we don't have the ability to do that now we just don't with julia i mean it's it's a very very difficult situation very challenged so so that's why when we we're doing uh we're going to do this excursion to france and then i just announced we're going to australia but believe me when i tell you uh, the hard part for us is not packing bags it, it's figuring out how we take care of julia that's the big challenge but you know, so so we're not going to do six things in a year, one, two, and, and that's what we're going to have to be. But I, I have always looked at other countries, though, I'd like to visit there, I'd like to visit there. And as I was looking at that, I, I really started paying very, very, very close attention to uh, the politics, the issues in certain places. And I've realized Canada has gone so woke as a result of Justin Trudeau that it's it is really really a a well it's a scary situation and lord conrad black is a major publisher he publishes the national post which is the national daily conservative newspaper 
and uh, Jeremy has been doing yeoman's work, we've got Lord Conrad Black with us tomorrow. That is just amazing, and I am really, really, really looking forward to chatting with him. It's just going to be a thoroughly unique experience. Lord Conrad Black tomorrow. Uh, I've got just enough time here. Um, I don't have to give you the same warning for CNN that I do with MSNBC, although, well, it's painful as well. Cut number one. The question the Biden administration keeps pretending only to hear. Can Biden do the job of president? But that's not the question of the 2024 campaign. What I think we're seeing is that he is not up for this. And my panel is back with me now. Jeff, these are, I want to say the whispers, but when you talk to Democrats, they are, some of them are yelling that very loudly. It's not the whispers you hear privately and behind the scenes. So this is outside chatter here. And they basically say, Democrats. Hmm. Well, there is a lot of chatter. And, and the chatter is coming from the Democrats who are saying, um, is this guy up to the campaign? They don't really care whether he's up to the job. See, that's the, that, that's the part where you and I, as more responsible people, which is why we're not leftists, uh, we wonder if he's up to the job. They don't worry about that. They wonder if he is up to the campaign. Can he secure for Barack Obama a fourth term in office? And so that's why there are discussions about perhaps him moving aside. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you right now, I think he is a a thoroughly useful idiot. I think he is our presidential meat puppet. And this is exactly what the leftists want. They, they want somebody on whom they can pull the strings, and he just sort of uh, says the words, sort of, that are prescripted. 526, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Five thirty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Tuesday evening. I'm going to remind you tomorrow, Lord Conrad Black, who is uh, one of the leading conservative thinkers in Canada. He actually publishes the National Post, which is the the leading daily uh, conservative newspaper. Uh, just a brilliant guy, and the opportunity to have him on the program. Uh, is just nothing short of amazing. So thanks very much to uh, my uh, wonderful producer, Jeremy, back there at the Radio Factory. I do want to remind you quickly that the tickets for Politics and Pines presented by Chronic Air of Richmond are just flying out the door. Yeah, I know, we, we were selling out. I don't want you to miss out. It's March the 20th, the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. Uh, I checked a couple of moments ago during the uh, the news. Uh, we've got tickets online, WRBA.com. It's the only place you can get them, actually. But I, I did check. It is live. So get over there ASAP. Get your tickets before they are all gone. There are a lot of things you need to know if you own a firearm. Right? It, it's not just, hey, I walked into uh, Colonial Shooting Academy and I, I bought a gun, all is good. Uh, you, you'd better know about training. You'd better know about uh, protecting yourself. But I don't mean just the the active protection. I mean the, the legal perspectives. There's a marvelous organization called the United States Concealed Carry Association, and uh, they have as their director of training somebody uh, who has spent a lifetime in service to America, uh, retired out of uh, Quantico, headed up the tactical training program there. I'm proud to call him a friend. Rob Chadwick is joining us. Rob, thanks for being here. Jeff, it's an honor to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity. 
the the pleasure is mine i assure you of that and i, I want to dive right into this you have spent a career training others training yourself learning the latest techniques and and you bring this this wealth of knowledge to the united states concealed carry association just just give everybody the the lay of the land what's involved here well, Jeff, I appreciate that, and, and, and you're exactly right. I spent my entire career uh, mostly in training, uh, 30 years in law enforcement. I was a police officer in Fairfax County, Virginia, just up the road from you there in Richmond, yep. and then spent the bulk of my career with the FBI and ended up at Quantico as the, as the head of the tactical training program. And my job there was to, was to prepare our new agents and our existing agents and our law enforcement partners all over the world for just about anything the job threw at them. And, and now it's my honor to represent the USCCA uh, to do exactly that for our 800,000 plus members. We have 20,000 members right there in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And we are a training organization and, and we focus on helping our members avoid danger, save lives, keeping their loved ones safe. And we do that through uh, this membership program that provides our members with education and training and also a self-defense liability insurance policy. Okay, now I want to talk about the liability insurance policy in a second, but 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 give me some insight on the training people. As I said, there there are a lot of people, and you know, Central Virginia, we have a lot of folks who are uh, exercising their uh, Second Amendment rights. They're they're responsible, but you can you you just cannot ever have enough training if you possess a firearm. Well, as you know, the, the firearm obviously is a very serious tool, and it's just that. And, and one of the things that, that gets so often and unfortunately overlooked is the mental preparation aspect. And I would argue that's the most important. You know, if you, yes. if you have to use a firearm to defend yourself, then that is yep. obviously a, a super high consequence decision. And you want to do it well. You want to, you want to prevail, of course, and, and, and you have to have a, a, a fairly high level of proficiency to do that. But really, it's it's the judgmental training, the situational awareness, the early detection and avoidance. That's the mark of a true a true concerned concerned person uh, that really just wants to go on with their life. You you arm yourself for that once, you know, one in a million chance. Yeah. But the the mental preparation, understanding what's going on around you, understanding what your body's going to do in an existential, you know, high critical threat situation. Understanding that ahead of time and developing that plan is what's most important to any type of, of personal protection. What what a great point. Rob Chandwick is joining us. He's now the uh, the director of training for the uh, United States Concealed Carry Association, but spent uh, 30 years in law enforcement, starting out, as he mentioned, up the road in Fairfax for a number of years. Canine guy as well, right? I sure was. It was yeah. uh, one of the most fun jobs you could ever imagine. Do you think with all of your training expertise and your, your knowledge of canines that, that my nine-pound chihuahua pixie who has three, she's only got three teeth, I mean, a- any way that we could turn her into, you know, a road service dog? I will tell you this, Jeff. There is no better personal alarm than a dog. All the years in law enforcement that I, that I worked I work and you know, Fairfax is a high, you know, uh, income area with yep. lots of fancy alarms. I worked plenty of burglaries where people had alarms on their house. I never worked a single one where there was a dog inside <laughs> that house. 
So that little noisemaker is the best thing you could you could have. There you go, wireless chargers and everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about training now. I, I'm looking at the website uh, for United States Concealed Carry Association, and and it has these wonderful opportunities. And people, I think, are trying to wrap their head around this. Uh, they're they're not going down Hogan's Alley. They're not going to Quantico because they're not going to be in that situation. But boy, you've got to be prepped. So can you just sort of describe some of the training that's open to them? Absolutely. So, so the USCCA has a network of instructors all over the country. So in your neighborhood, people just like you who have taken the training become certified instructors. A lot of them have, whether it's military or law enforcement background, but, but they're all dedicated to providing this, this really quality training to help concerned citizens just like you mm-hmm. who want to learn more. They want to be a responsible protector, a stakeholder in their own security, their own safety. And, you know, it starts with, you know, just breaking down the barriers to entry. And a lot of people have some, some hesitation of going into a gun store or going to a gun range. Right. We want to help people through that. You know, we want to meet them wherever they are on their personal security journey and encourage them to take that first step, go on the website or make that phone call, figure out if there's somebody that you connect with, and then they can lead you down this, you know, whatever training journey you want to whatever level you feel comfortable at. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, so, so let's talk about this. Uh, the website, uh, just go there, the membership portion of the training portion. Now, you also talked about the liability insurance. This is something I think many times, uh, Rob, that, that people, good, bad, or indifferent, are blissfully unaware of god forbid you are placed in that situation you you're going to have to protect yourself or a loved one uh there's going to be somebody who's looking at it saying hmm wonder if i can extract a couple of dollars from them of course and and again you know hollywood loves to dwell on the 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 glamorous side of things and i can assure you there's not a single shooting out there that people who have survived it would want to go through again it's it's totally different than you see on tv and the movies and the aftermath you know a a two or three second encounter will affect the rest of your life uh financially criminally i mean there's there could be criminal charges civil charges that's what the uscca is here for one to prepare you to avoid that yes and then be ready for the aftermath right we have a we have a a crisis response line 24 hour a day seven days a week if our members are involved in anything like that they pick up the phone and we have an expert waiting to talk to them and help them through and help them understand what's going to happen next and what to do and what to say. So many things that, that are important uh, to be prepared for ahead of time, because if you wait until it's already happened, of course, it's too late. Yeah. One of the uh, great tools you've got there is, is about gun laws, because they, of course, they're, they're, they're different jurisdiction to jurisdiction, state to state. Uh, reciprocity on carry permits. That's a huge issue. It is. And as you, as you know, and I'm sure most of your li- listeners are aware, ignorance of the law is never a defense, right? So we, mm-hmm. uh, our, our reciprocity map is free for anyone to use. We encourage you to go to it, uscca.com, search reciprocity. It has the latest up-to-date information on all the different states, what the laws are, uh, because not every state, as you can imagine, is, 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 is the same. So you must make yourself aware of what those governing laws are, and that's a great place to start. A lot of our content is for free, and I'd encourage you to check it out. It's you know, YouTube and lots of, lots of resources available out there. All right. Do you, you mind giving the website one more time, Rob? Absolutely. It's uscca.com. 
Okay, uscca.com, uscca.com. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it out on our social media if that's all right, and uh, I, I think there're gonna be a lot of people who who hear about this opportunity. In fact, to learn uh, n- not only what's in the training, but to take that training and themselves become instructors. That's uh, that's that's an amazing opportunity. It's a great way to to give back, especially for those you know maybe their former military, former law enforcement, or someone who just has a lot of experience that wants to continue to help their fellow citizens, you know, stay safe, become emboldened to to be their own protector. Uh, Jeff, I just appreciate what you do. I, I know you're you're such a stalwart supporter of law enforcement, and particularly the FBI, where I came from, and a lot of us are big fans of yours. Uh, and just just wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you. We really appreciate what you do. You're very kind. Rob, I appreciate you being here, sir. That is Rob Chadwick. Uh, Rob is retired from the FBI. He was the guy that headed up for years and years and years the training at Quantico. He's now with the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. They do incredible training. They are able to uh, uh, make sure that you are prepared. The very last thing you want to do as a person who has a firearm, quite frankly, is be placed in a situation to use it to defend yourself. You want to have it, but you believe me when I tell you, you don't want to be in that situation. You've got to be prepared. You've got to have the training. And as Rob pointed out, liability insurance of this is not a bad thing. So USCCA.com, USCCA.com. And given that Rob Chadwick is overseeing the training for them, I'm here to tell you it is first rate. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRV. 51 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Tuesday. I'm just going to give you the heads up. We are going to have lots of soggy salad tomorrow. And I love soggy salad. You know, leftovers. Uh, every day, I scour the interwebs, and I'm only on the, the bright web, not the dark web that uh, Craig Peterson warned us about, uh, and come up with these, uh, these tasty audio nibbles these nuggets and uh, when uh, when i don't have a chance to get to them then they go into the leftover pile and uh, then uh, jeremy has a whole selection of leftovers I, I happen to love leftovers so i'm just giving you the heads up tomorrow we got a lot of leftovers now there's there's still going to be fresh enough to pay attention to but man do you want to go out with the view uh, you know what? Let me rephrase that because I, I don't think any of us actually want to go out with the view. The yak and yent is on the view. I, I mean, let's yeah. Do me a favor. We're, I, I'll give you the heads up. It is the view, and the the woke is strong with them. But more importantly, the the dopey is strong with them. Cut number two. I disagree with you, actually. And I I say that because normally my gut would tell me it's good for democracy. I caveat that with if we did not know these two men as well as we do, it would be more important for them to be debating. The problem is, for the reasons you just spelled out, Donald Trump comes on and without, I wish they'd put him in phone booths and cut mics after a certain amount of time because in addition to the fact fact checking, he over talks, gaslights and everything else. So the Oftentimes, the comparison to Donald Trump makes anyone look less than on some level. You know, like, I know he looks crazy, too, but remember how he'd, like, come behind Hillary when she was, like, (laughs) and he was, like, always hovering. Hovering. He has these, like, nonverbal cues that 
could lead some to believe, oh, he's so strong or he's this, but he just blows the whole thing out of the water. And if he hasn't debated anyone yet, the only debate I would like to see is him and Nikki Haley. If he would debate Nikki Haley, I would support that. I don't think Biden needs to since Donald Trump has done nothing to participate in this democracy since he lost. We know who Donald Trump is. I don't think you give him that type of platform. But I really also, if, if Biden flubs, yeah. they'll go, be all over him. If Trump flubs, but if he doesn't well, show who up, cares? they'll be all over him. But here's the thing. A lot has happened since 2020. January 6th hadn't happened. Donald Trump needs to have to stand next to Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to call him out on the unfitness because the reality is we but all at this table, we all know who Donald Trump is. Nearly 80 million people voted for him. They need to see the juxtaposition of the two yeah, leaders. This is an election where there are a lot of political, the most politically homeless Republicans you've probably ever seen in modern history. People like me who cannot vote for Donald Trump, but they still want to hear answers on policy. But so we he, need Biden to- can lose, and he can lose in a debate. Trump will not. The people supporting Trump will support him whether he's there or not. But that's Biden his makes supporters. one mistake, and people that are undecided. Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, you, you get the idea. Here's the reason we're not going to apparently see debates. Because the folks who are uh, the manipulators, like the puppet masters of Joe Biden, they know what's going to happen. Do you think he's going to do anything except hide in the basement of the White House leading up to this election? I don't know. That's one of the many things we will be discussing at Politics and Pints on March the 20th. Gang, you got to get your tickets now while we've still got them. WRVA.com, WRVA.com. Don't forget... Check out my upcoming trip to Australia, jeffcatstrip.com. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., my friend John Reed is here. I hope you'll join me in listening to him. Have a fantastic evening. God willing, you and I get the chance to do this all over again tomorrow, starting at 3. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRD. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.